0: Are you
1: not entertained? Are you not entertained? Are you telling me you built a time machine? What, about the
0: DeLorean? The Statue of the Liberty is kaput. Disconcerting. <laughs> Take your sticky paws off, you damn dirty ape. Welcome to the Cine Siblings podcast, where two brothers and sometimes a guest draft their top five in movies and cinema. I'm James. And
1: I'm Ian. And I'm confused why you went first, but. And I'm Stan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have, we have a guest. We have a guest here. It's his first time. Um, well, we'll introduce him. Uh, this is my friend, Stan. You'll see him down there if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, Stan, just introduce yourself and plug your band, which you can find on Spotify, right?
2: Yeah, that's a thing. Uh, I'm Stan. I have a band. Forgot that was a thing for a moment. Uh, Backreel, B-A-C-K-R-E-A-L. You can find us on Spotify. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm also, uh, yeah, I live in New Orleans, and I know Ian, and I know Jamie.
1: Sweet. Yeah. And you're you're sort of a uh, art and cinematography nerd, right? Yeah, I like lots of stuff, including yeah. movies. <laughs> okay,
2: yeah. I got an okay. I got an art degree, so I'm the authority here. So. <laughs> right. I have an
1: English degree. That means I can pretend there, to be authority on anything. But we're both we're we're <laughs> two sides of the same authority coin. Ian has no authority. None. It's true. None, <laughs> except for I watch a lot more movies than, <laughs> <laughs> than my brother does. Wait till that. <laughs> okay james
0: we are drafting what today we are drafting superior sequels and that is sequels that are arguably arguably better than the original movie in the franchise or at least measurably improves upon it in some way so that's all up to our opinions and it's up to you guys whether or not you agree or disagree we always love to hear from our listeners so After the draft, be sure to let us know how awesome I did and how crappy Ian did. And also, to clarify the rules, we are not including reboots, but the sequels to reboots are fair game. Also, we decided that initial team-up movies are out. Ian? Uh, Well, okay, sure.
1: uh yeah i'm excited for this because there's a lot of really good sequels then my list is like some of my favorite movies are uh, sequels apparently so as i was making my list i was like oh well yep 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 like Mm -hmm. for sure and there's one big 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 one that i haven't gotten to i haven't watched yet mainly because of its length
0: like rewatched or
1: watched initially initially okay (sighs) all right well we always like to start off with the game to see who goes first stan are you familiar with the game
2: yes the game that y'all play on the other one
1: yeah, yeah actors part- categories uh, yeah yeah categories all right i'm shuffled the familiar deck with the game and the person is amy adams Grab, um, stan you're our guest so name an amy adams movie superman man of steel okay right, catch me if you can is
0: she in that? She is.
1: Nocturnal animals. The fighter. Okay. Enchanted. Is that her? I get there. <laughs> I get mixed up with all. You're uh, stalling. Sorry. Uh, bat- Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Con.
2: What is that name? Con- Contact. That's not the name of that movie. What's the name of that movie? You can't get Molly to help you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Contact. contact was Jodie Foster. No,
2: oh, what the heck is the name of that movie where she got the circles? and They speak with the aliens. God, oh, that's Ooh. Contact, and that's
1: <laughs> that's not Contact. And that's one of my. That's oh, those are
0: the rings, rings with Contact, but
1: I think that's a. Yeah, know, I think I lost. hold All right. on, I'm going to look it up. Do
0: you know what I on know? On I before? know what it is. I know what it is. So I'm still okay. in. A Justice League, Arrival. Wow. Ah. <laughs> um uh she was in the office that doesn't count <laughs> she could get started on that one of those episodes i'm out <sighs> did i win crap i won crap oh. all right
1: sweet arrival ah arrival that was in my brain there was no going back. thanks stan for getting me yeah. there. getting me there because the next thing in my head was sharp objects and i could not get it out uh-huh. of my head uh-huh. it was really good A little mini series though all right cool 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 all I really right, wanted so round of this first one. pick too. Round 1. Number one now. we getting into it.
0: Yeah, I'll be um it'll be Ian, Jamie and Stan and then for round 2 it'll be Stan, Jamie, Ian. We'll do snake. our snake draft.
1: Our snack draft. All right. So let's get into round 1.
0: Round 1.
1: And my first round number one overall pick ian selects the empire strikes back jacked is this on your list Stan? yeah but I was i was expecting (laughs) to not win that one Uh, why it's better than the original so why is it better than the original uh i mean this movie just has everything in general i mean the but Comparing it to the original the storyline is uh, better, I think, and it really opens us up to this bigger, lived in world that uh, we were introduced in Star Wars. The, the I don't think the stakes are necessarily higher in the in the film, but the uh, emotional stakes are. I think the cinematography is better, the effects are better, uh, and it really includes one of my favorite shots of all time is you know the silhouette of vader on the stairway in bespin and uh the force is strong with you uh but but you are not a jedi yet thank you uh and of course one of the most iconic movie moments in history with luke or no 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 I, um, you're fine father all right <laughs> so spoiler alert It is. It's one of the most iconic plot twists. What happens? Yeah. It's one of the biggest plot twists of all time. So I I think, I mean, and the the bad guys win, right? You don't get many movies where the bad guys win. So that is why I chose it. And that's why I think it's better than the original Star Wars or episode four, A New Hope, whatever you want to call it. Stan, you got any thoughts?
2: I agree. And I and I'm glad that you chose that first. I'm, I was
0: betting on your nerddom to override your good judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I I was this was my number one pick too. Um, yeah, yeah. which is a little odd. It's not actually my favorite Star Wars film. I still like A New Hope better, but um, it does improve upon it in a few ways, like in the battle yeah. scenes, Hoth versus the Death Star assault. I think it's uh and and certainly with the technology of the day doing uh a white backdrop when you're doing the models and the blue screens and everything, that's that's pretty bold. But the dueling scenes, um, you know, the chore, the sword fighting choreography, uh Obi-Wan confronting Vader Vader just doesn't hold a candle to Luke's confrontation with Vader. And uh, so yeah, but really the whole thing, it's it builds on the hero's journey of Luke Skywalker in a really satisfying fashion but it it really presents opportunities for our heroes to be heroic and still failing in spite of it so you know you talked about the the bad guys win and that's really important for the film and it's it makes it a a really fun sequel
1: sweet I agree or I don't like A New Hope better. Obviously, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie of all time. But,
0: uh, well,
1: Jamie, then it's gonna, your first round pick.
0: I'm going to go then with what is probably my favorite movie of all time, and take Return of the King from the Lord of the Rings franchise.
1: <laughs> Stan is mad. <laughs> no,
2: I'm I'm not mad. Oh boy, but man. that was unexpected. I had I literally like did like in my head what I think y'all would what I thought y'all would pick, so I could like
0: strategize. And that yeah. was that was one of my later picks because I figured it'd be safe. Mm, no, certainly not. Not from Same. me. I'm I'm much more of a Lord of the Rings nerd than a Star Wars nerd by uh-huh. leaps and bounds, um, or a Tolkienite, I guess. But while I love Fellowship of the Ring and probably Fellowship of the Ring is probably my favorite of the books um mm-hmm. i think the film improves upon the original in scope and it's because it's you know it's far more encompassing as a grand epic um and it's really kind of to be expected because it's a continuation of a long story and, and so in some ways it's not really a sequel in like the classic yeah. movie sense it's really the third part in a continuous narrative and you know i think the battle of Pelennor Fields which is really one of the climaxes of the film because it's got like multiple climaxes. Um, it's got some better moments than Helm's Deep in The Two Towers um, but it's it really the the big moment in that one is that the ride of the Rohirrim. <laughs> where, you know, he in is like, he's brings the Rohirrim to break the lines of Mordor and lift the siege of Gondor and this I think is probably my favorite scene in all film. It's like Ian, I mean, using Ian's phrase, of goosebumps every time. You know, it's the now rap, wrath, now for ruin, and the red dawn, and they're all chanting death. That is probably my favorite scene in all cinema. Mm.
1: All cinema, wow. My favorite right, scene, was... my bad. You go ahead. Yeah. All right, my favorite scene is uh, probably in that movie is the death of the witch king. Is when Aowen slays the Witch King. I like, like you said, goosebumps every time. <laughs> I think this guy. one is better than Fellowship, though.
2: Yeah, I agree. Molly's like behind the camera, like making faces at all of y'all's opinions about Lord of the Rings. She is a uber Lord of the Rings nerd as well. Mm-hmm. Her, like, we were arguing about it earlier because we were talking about sequels, and she, her, her favorite of the three is Two Towers, which she's just wrong objectively, I think, but. <laughs> <In her.
1: laughs> I concur. Do you concur? I don't concur. No,
0: he not concur.
2: I'm with Molly on this. Nah, you're crazy. It's boring. The answer just put me to sleep every time.
0: Also, the most departures from the book, I think. Uh,
1: uh. But that doesn't necessarily matter when it comes to quality of film. True. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Stan. Stan is your first round pick, and I, I have a, I have a guess of what it is, and I'm going to write it down. All right. Have
2: my yeah, have writing.
0: my
1: strategy
2: notes in, give you given you insight into what your guess will be.
0: How long does it take you to write? Well, I had
1: to turn the page. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So select your film and see if I was right. Number one. Not stolen from the beginning. Easy, easy, easy.
2: Not only best sequel of all time, not only the best movie, better than the sequel of all time, but one of the best movies of all time. Godfather Two.
1: Mm. Yep.
2: Well, yep. I wrote it.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. A good, I have, yeah, before I, 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 we get good before we get into this,
0: I have not watched this movie. <sighs> you're oh uh, listen you, wait, you, wait you listen listen you listen. wanted to do a cinema a cinema podcast and you haven't watched
1: godfather 2 i was gonna watch it today. it's so long but three and a half hours long i was gonna watch it today i just stan you showed me the first godfather a while ago huh? and i was like Ugh, boring <laughs> oh
0: my gosh
1: I, but i was like i'm related you know, to this I was younger, right? So mm-hmm. I wasn't in the in the space of mine to watch the movie yet. I watched it again the other day, and I was like, I texted you, Jamie. Mm-hmm. And, and I texted you, Stan, because I was asking if you'd seen the Godfather Coda, the re- recut right. of part three. Uh, but I was like, it's insane how good this movie is. So my only thought is, I've seen the first one, I haven't seen the second one, but I don't know, understand how part two is better. But I'm I i can not wait to watch it. Instead of watching it today, me and Emily tore down ten pounds of crawfish <laughs> and had some king cake. So Look at it this that's... way.
2: Godfather one is really just like the prologue to Godfather two. Like it's like mm-hmm. Godfather yeah, Two is
1: where the real story happens. Right. But don't mm-hmm. you get like, don, like Robert De Niro as Don Vito in the past and yes. stuff? Yes. Okay, There's
2: okay. So, and, oh, it's so good.
1: Okay. So if y'all are gonna talk about spoiler
2: territory. Oh I, I don't know. don't gotta go there. You watch it. I'll save it over. Watch it. It's worth it. Best okay. but there's like there's interesting thing about doing this, like there are no, I'm not gonna spoil anything. Okay, <laughs> cool. There are like great sequels, and there are movies like like are we I have to decide how I'm measuring goodness. Is it how good is it objectively, or how much better than the first movie is it? So oh. I just kinda of, I just kinda of came of at it from both ways. Godfather two is objectively not only better than the first one, but just one of the best sequels of all time. But my second choice is going to be a movie that I think is just way, way better than the first one, even if it's not like in the category of like best movies of all time. That makes sense. So
1: are okay. we going to round two? Yeah, we're uh, in round two. We're in round two. I'm going there. We're going to round two, stand at your pick. Round two. I'm not going to steal
0: anybody's here. Like I said, Mighty Ducks Two. Oh, what! <laughs> nice. A dark horse pick. Much
2: respect. I mean, it for is me. not. It is not a great movie, but it is so much better than Mighty Ducks One. It deserves notoriety in this. That's
1: hilarious. I,
0: I love the that. pick. I'm. I'm. am I'm. A, I'm a all about the dark horse picks. That oh, one's a nostalgia yeah. movie for sure. Mm-hmm. I was, I was just actually asked about if I'd seen, if, if I, uh, I'd let my, uh, my boy watch uh, the Mighty Ducks yet. And I was like, no, I haven't. I've introduced him to heavyweights and cool runnings, and the, that's kind of the same, the same vein. But that's the same. Mighty Disney Ducks Lime 2 action. is definitely a better. Mighty Ducks is solid, man.
1: You mean Mighty Ducks 2? 2, yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Exactly. exactly.
2: So when they go to the Olympics, man, it's great.
1: they go to the that's so ridiculous anyway i haven't seen this movie in a coon's age so i can't uh can't really it has been been a while expound upon anything there yep so jamie what's your round to pick
0: all right well i'm gonna go predictable for me Mm -hmm. for sure and pick terminator 2 judgment day Jacked. Um, Yeah, we just did our our Arnie Moments draft. And uh, so this one was pretty fresh in my mind. And honestly, I think this movie, talking about it in the the Arnold Schwarzenegger moments uh, kind of made me real excited to do a a superior sequel draft. It's really kind of that excellent follow-up to a movie that's kind of always hinted at more and it's it's a bit odd i guess as a sequel well maybe it's not odd as a sequel but it's um it's it rehashes the plot of the original film but it makes a few like subversive switcheroos like you know the villain of the first film is now the hero which made more sense in the first place because arnold schwarzenegger is so he's got some you know that char- that charisma um it really expands on what i guess could be called the Terminator verse or the Skynet verse, and uh, kind of leaves us really wanting more and like to get deeper into the, the story and the, the world. And it, it adds a little bit of like a, um, what I termed a circumstantial levity because the Terminator can now, because he's a good guy or there is a good Terminator, he can interact with the humans without trying to, you know, like terminate them. And so it, it adds some fun. Uh, and I tend to like a little bit of comic relief in films, um, especially when there's a lot of killing and stuff like that. So, yeah, Terminator Two is my pick.
1: I need your clothes, your boots, <laughs> and your motorcycle. Uh, yeah, this movie is way better than the first one. I like yeah. the first one, but this the effects are way better. Like the the stop motion mm-hmm. uh, of the first one and it, it is pretty bad. Uh, it doesn't really hold up, but uh, he gets more to do in this one, like you said. So he's not just some stoic villain who has zero emotion. He he's trying to show emotion in this one. His you know his fake smiles and all that good stuff. And we kind of touched on this in the last one. Um, and like most sequels do, they it, you know they expand on the uh, scope of everything we get to see more of Skynet and how it came to be and all that other stuff. So, and
0: uh, Without some, anything, most, like,
1: some of the most quotable Arnold moments ever.
0: Yeah. And the other thing about it is it's not got a lot of like lore dumps, uh, you know, like it's not a bunch of really weird, unnatural dialogue about or monologuing about what Skynet is it's really it's I think it's really well done in that regard
1: yeah and my, you know we get Miles Dyson and all that good stuff too so yep yeah
0: the I, I think what one
2: of the things that makes that movie is the, the Edward Furlong bit like the the young kid like like it's not just an action movie it like plays out this like mentor mentee relationship and like that those dynamics in movies just always kind of make the character development that way more interesting I think without Edward Furlong, it wouldn't be near as good of a movie.
1: He's, he's kind of a bad actor, though.
2: He's a kid, you know, though. I don't know. I think he's great. I'm just gonna go there. <laughs> he like, he's great, and <laughs> he's good in two movies. Well, that's all he needed to be. He's good in those movies, and then life went off the rails, and you know, you can blame the drugs or whatever else. But I think he was awesome in those two movies.
0: <laughs> he just yeah. played himself, man. Yeah.
1: Ah, oh, man. Oh, shit. Dad, shit. Oh.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, your parents are dead. <laughs> 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 it's your foster parents are dead though yeah. that, that's one of my favorite I, I, my favorite arnold moments was it's one of those but i i think though like i don't really mind kids being annoying in movies because kids can be annoying kids are annoying oh, yeah, exactly yeah so in i mean in like, remember
2: when movie, you were a kid and you were
0: annoying <laughs> you know what i was saying about the other day yep. that
1: time i broke that pasta sauce <laughs> and you, you
0: okay, were like my dinner the story. for the tell week tell the story you
1: get to i don't know i was seven. being ridiculous and i knocked his his pasta his alfredo sauce off a shelf and it busted all over and he was like what are we gonna eat for the week <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were poor right out of college i was like that was our dinner that was our life in retrospect i could have been like hey mom i broke some of some stand stuff can you <laughs> replace it for him and it have been it had been fine but okay. that didn't happen anyway it's my second round pick and i can't believe it fell to me um and i'm going with the dark knight jacked yeah i figured it's going both the else list and uh I will go on record and say that Batman Begins is a better Batman movie than this. This is yes, but this is the this is the better film in general, like in totality. Okay, okay, Um, okay. uh, I adore Liam Neeson as Ra's Al Ghul, but uh, what Heath Ledger pulled off as the Joker makes the movie for sure. Mm -hmm. And there's, I mean, probably number one movie villain you know, performance ever. Um, I mean, and he's basically the reason why that movie is better than the original. I think uh, the storyline of Batman begins is 100% better. I think it's more of a Batman movie. And if you take the Joker out, there's a lot of just kind of draggy stuff that's going on with the, the uh, stuff in China or whatever in the movie that, yeah, exactly. You're like, what stuff in China. Yeah. And the IMAX shots are great in this movie. So I can't, (laughs) I'm not going to hate on that. So yeah. The Dark Knight is my number two pick. what you guys think? No,
2: I'm glad you you presented it with the caveat of Batman begins as a better Batman movie because it was on my list of great sequels. And once it was sequels better than the initial one, I took it off the list.
1: So you like Batman Begins better. I
2: like Batman Begins better. Hmm. But uh but I but I agree with everything he said at the same time. Like as a standalone movie, Dark Knight is better. But Batman Begins in the context of the Batman trilogy is the movie I enjoy more. Like I love like origin stories and I love all like the just the way Batman Begins kind of rebooted the franchise and like made it a more realistic like everything about how that movie established itself in the genre and like what that movie meant to the trilogy, like that movie is my favorite in the trilogy. But everything you said, Joker, but I like all the stuff, IMAX, I'm all that, yeah. I agree yep.
0: with you. Hmm. Okay. I think that's a that's a fair take. I mean, I had it on my list, but again, it's all because of the Joker. Heath Ledger is just amazing. He's vile, chaotic, psychopathic, nihilistic. And the film like The Empire Strikes Back is one in which the bad guy wins. I think that's probably consciously done, um, you know, in, in which case, like, in trilogies, it makes sense to have, you know, the 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 descent to hell in the archetypal sense, where, you know, your hero is stuck, they lost, they need somewhere to go, so it makes the third movie all the more anticipated, so I like it.
1: And you, uh, Jamie, you chose this, the Batman taking the blame in your, um, uh, greatest superhero moment. I right? did. Yeah. yeah. So, well, that, I mean,
0: that's, that's part of the, the win yeah. of the villain here. So, right. And what? But, it,
1: it, and the villain wins after he's captured, right?
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of those, it, like a mastermind sort of things, but there's so many great moments of the film, like, if you're just like cruising videos on YouTube with your cell phone uh, or, or Facebook or whatever, like inevitably you come to like ones with Heath Ledger as the Joker. And it's, you know, whether it's the, him hitting the button for the, the explosives and he just like plays it off. And that was like, it's just so, it's got that comic, comedy to it. Oh, yeah. But it's so dark, it's like a really dark comedy and um right he's in like the nurse's outfit yeah and the making the pencil disappear that one is great Mm -hmm. like it's just got so many moments like that it's it's fun but i i do agree that batman begins is a better batman movie
1: i'm glad we're all in agreement there
0: i i didn't think of it that way so y'all actually kind of made me think about that but definitely
1: all right That was my round two pick. So it's time for round three. Round three. Round three. All right. I don't think I'm jacking anybody here. But my number three pick is Blade Runner 2049. (laughs) Nope. Did I jack you, Stan? Nah. (laughs) Okay. So, uh... This is a 2017 movie follow-up sequel to Ridley Scott's 1982 cult classic sci-fi dystopian future uh, movie. Uh, I think it's better. It's arguably better. I, I mean, I can go back and forth on it. Uh, this one's rated eight eight point on IMDb, and the other one is eight. And the original is eight point one. So, and. You know, Ridley Scott took what three, four tries to get the film right with alternate cuts and, you know, taking out the narration. And uh, so it took Denny Villeneuve one time to get this movie right. I think it's outstanding. The stunning visuals, I think it's got some of the best visuals, best cinematography. Uh, Hans Zimmer kills it with the score. He really, I mean, he channels Vangelis perfectly. And, uh, yeah so and the acting is you know the cast is an ensemble that i'd put up against any other ensemble film so that's why i chose it
2: i think the only reason you could say that that movie is better than the original blade runner is because of like the time in which it's made like the capability they have in filmmaking now versus then but like bare bones you're talking about just a movie like story and like Script and stuff like that. I, and act I, I got I, original Blade Runner is easily so much better, but it's then it's like they have so much more to work with now. So it's like mm. I feel the same way about the uh, what's the new the new Mad Max movie. It's like that's not a better movie than the original. But oh, it is better got, than the original.
1: It's not. Ah. I don't think it's better than two. The original. Okay. The original does not hold up.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah too. The Road Warrior. Nobody The even Road
1: Warrior. Yeah. Cares Nobody about cares about the, cares about one. the first one. The, right, right, right. The the two. right. Yeah. And, and Thunderdome is, is whatever. But you know, right. that Fury Road and but, Two are still it's, we it's, all get into that. I haven't yeah, like, what are, any of those. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, you started exact, a it,
2: cinema it, podcast? It's like it's like thirty years later, we're gonna like like drudge up the same like uh mythology and make a new movie, but we have all of the resources we didn't have we made this old movie, and so it's mm-hmm. just like
0: a better
2: movie. But like
1: yeah, and I do have I, these modern sensibilities about yeah. Blade Runner, you know, about movies in general. But Blade Runner 2049, I think uh, it is kind of a slow... I mean, the original is kind of slow, too. But um, but, but I've watched all three different cuts to Blade Runner, the original. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it took him a while to get it right,
0: I feel like. I don't actually know which cut of the original I watched. Um, but there's something about... I know that Ryan Reynolds is not Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds Ryan Cosling, whatever my bad. Um, I had his face in my head, um, but he ain't no Harrison Ford,
1: but Harrison Ford's in it. So I know he's
0: in it, but like ah, cameo, it's not a yeah.
1: cameo. He's yeah, like, pretty yeah. much. Okay. Whatever. <laughs>
0: anyway, <laughs> you
1: know, I love this movie. I was just watching it before we, before we got hopped on here. So
0: it's no one. No,
1: Instead of The Godfather Two, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I made it like thirty minutes
1: into this movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and playing I, Mario it's, Kart, it's fair. But um, look, I will watch The Godfather Two and I'll record my like my take on if I think it's better than the original and tag it onto the back of this.
0: Okay, go ahead. All right. <laughs> but no, I, I I don't know. I don't know that I agree that the sequel is in this case is better, but. I will agree, I will concede that it is arguably better. Right.
1: Yeah. I think yeah. it's a toss up. It's a toss up for sure. And uh, it might be my modern sensibilities. It might be that uh, I have a man crush on Ryan Gosling. I don't know. Uh, but too bad the no original. The original. No the original yeah. The original is is gorgeous too. Like it's it's beautiful, and it, the filmmaking behind it is is incredible as well. So especially when they redid it, but. You well, know, and I've only ever—I think I've only seen the final cut of the original. final cut. Yeah. well, the, like, the work up to it. Well, the first one I watched was like it had like these like noir style voiceover mm. with Harrison Ford like saying all this random stuff, and it was just like what is happening.
2: Yeah.
1: Anyway, it took Like I said, it took him, and this movie bombed. Like nobody liked it at, when it first came out. So, and nobody went and saw it. It was a bomb. So, but. Like I said, 8.1 versus 8.0 on IMDb. It's a toss-up, really. Fair enough. So that's my number three pick. Jamie, it's back to you. All
0: right, well, I'll pop the cherry and bust up into that MCU. Great. I am taking Captain America Civil War. I know Ian's a big fan of Winter Soldier, but we were promised a follow up to winter soldier which was admittedly an amazing sequel in its own right that did improve upon the original what we got instead was basically an avengers breakup movie to me that's underpromising and overdelivering so not only does the film give us some depth and conflict between our heroes it delves into the li- their lives and the dark pasts and touches on some dark themes of revenge and redemption. And uh, it gives us Spider-Man where he rightfully belongs with the rest of Marvel and the MCU. And really is also our introduction into Black Panther too. So like, this movie's just awesome. So that's that's my nutshell take on it.
1: So yeah, I just don't feel like this is a Captain America movie i mean i i can it is it is the third in the captain america's trilogy but it is just as much iron man's movie as it is captain america's and uh i just want to throw in uh team iron man
2: <laughs> it Gosh, it's, it's like that's dangerous. when i was asking like when i was clarifying at the beginning like i was like this is the movie i was thinking of like because it's because it is a captain america sequel but it's kind of It's only as good as it is because it's part of the greater universe. Mm -hmm. Like without, like like you said, leading up to Black Panther, Spider Man coming in the picture, Iron Man. Like it's it's the ensemble that makes it great, and without the, like without the larger world of the MCU, like it couldn't have been as big of a movie as it was.
0: No, I think I think the MCU really kind of throws a wrench into a lot of traditional categorization of films. Yeah, yeah. So. But I, I like it, too, because it's, it creates that kind of comic book interconnectedness that we yeah, I agree. comic book nerds enjoyed.
2: But I will say, despite everything we're saying, I still think Winter Soldier is better.
0: I agree. 100% agree. But I
1: get it. It's, it.
2: They're like right there.
0: Well, let's see if anybody drafts it, and then y'all can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but it is not my favorite MCU movie, Winter Soldier, either. So No. But I mean, again, uh, it I'm might be. I think it is my favorite MCU movie, Winter Soldier. I I was not a fan of Winter Soldier for a little while, and then I rewatched it, and I was like, "What was it about this movie that didn't that I didn't like?" And it was different. It's like a spy thriller, and there ain't I mean, nothing about it that I didn't like. Um, yeah. it, it it's basically M- MCU meets like you know Jason Bourne or something. I don't know, but it. It's which also a spy, movies spy
1: game Sorry. with Robert Redford and Brad Pitt.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. I also really enjoy the film. So. <laughs> Robert
1: Redford is in this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: is anyway, true. we're talking about winter soldier, which was not your pick. So no, uh, but let's move but, on to Stan's third round pick. Do it. So far. I have not been Jack's. I feel successful. Okay. Man. Mighty ducks too. <laughs> exactly. You know pick
2: that. My, my third pick. And again, I don't know. I don't know how this one made a third, to be honest, because like I was like, ooh, I might get it in my third pick, but not knowing, I would be like, you know, with the snake draft, I'm like way down the list. Mm-hmm. This is easily what It's the best in the trilogy. It's way better than the first, and one of the best movies of all time, in a in a sequel trilogy. Back to the Future Two. Fair enough. Back yeah. to the Future Two is everything that that trilogy was made for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I haven't seen it in a while, but it is uh it's a incredible
0: film. So I've seen the original I, so many more times that like I kind of feel like I like the original better. And also knowing I don't know, nineteen eighty five was the year before I was born, so I'm kinda of like <laughs> it doesn't look like that. But I I I I can see it. I can see it. Um, but I think I might like the original better, which is why I didn't make my list.
2: Same. Yeah. I hear you. I feel like, I feel like everything you want in the original happens. Like you're like back to the future, but there's like, there's no future in the first one. It's like, you know what I mean? And then you really get to see like the future in back to the future too. And then three is the worst one by far.
1: Oh, for sure. It's like like the guy like that. It's still good. What's that? It's like the Godfather, right?
2: I'm I'm gonna hold my like I in, until I see this new version of Godfather three. I won't say anything too disparaging, but like I don't even like if before you mentioned that there's a recut or a re edit of it. Like I don't even I pretend it doesn't exist. Like <laughs> Godfather one and two are a are a, a t- twinology, like two movies, no three. Just a, a duology.
0: Group. I basically you know, binged them when I watched them, and that's been over a decade, but. Uh. I didn't hate the Godfather three as much. Like I was, I went in and knowing that it was supposed to be bad. And so maybe my <laughs> expectations were so low, Right. but I kind of just felt, and I, I think I watched it like immediately after two. So I was just yeah. kind of like maybe just too tired to enjoy it yeah. or to be critical. So
1: yeah. all I know is that Sophia Coppola is not good in the film. No. Anyway. Nobody's good
0: with them.
2: Nobody's good. Golly! Like even Al Pacino it's right. like, "What happened to you? You just you just old and cranky now."
1: All right. <laughs> so, Back to the Future two.
2: Back to the Future two,
1: and round three four. four? four. We're going We're to round four. four. Yeah, round four.
2: Round four, I will go into the MCU as well. My favorite MCU movie. And again, with the criteria, significantly better, not just than the first two of the three, but significantly better than the worst movie in the MCU, which was the second one, Thor Ragnarok.
1: Mm. Oh my God. Thor Jack. Dark World is so bad. It is so it bad. Is. It is.
2: They, there's, they, had to, they had to make that, that third one good. Otherwise, everybody should, Thor would have been done. And yet now, he's got his fourth movie
1: coming, so... And he's going to be in the third Guardians movie, I think, the As Guardians yeah, oh. of the Galaxy.
2: Hey look. Do you see? Do you see the like uh, set pictures come out
1: of what? Uh, of
0: Thor: Love, and, Love Thunder? and Thunder. No, uh. oh, no, I missed
2: it. There's like the Guardians are going to be in that.
0: it Looks like. Yeah, yeah, I heard about They're that. Probably both ways, you know. But also, it's right. going to be a civil war, but for the Space of Avengers. Uh-huh.
1: Right. Uh-huh. Nice. And, and apparently, we're getting Jane Foster as Thor. Anyway, Thor Ragnarok. uh
0: Huh. Oh, yeah, this movie's great. It's hilarious. Yeah. This was on my list. It was um, number five. After after being jacked some, it was number five. Hi, I'm Cork. I'm a rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, really though, Thor had a rough solo start. Um, yeah. but, they, but they were trying to do with him what the comics did. And if you read the old comics, I mean, he's using these and thou's Like, they, they took it... In a almost a sort of tongue and cheek Shakespearean way, with and I mean, you got Mister Sha- Mister Modern Shakespeare himself, Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh, directed it. Oh, I mean, they they really doubled down on it. I mean, and that's not a, necessarily a bad thing, but it didn't work as well. And when we got got Joss Whedon's Thor in Avengers, like we kind of going, oh man, this guy, he is funny, he is cool, right. and so. Taika Waititi just nails it with with him, and we get to see some real character growth from this God of Thunder, which we weren't really seeing. We saw him struggle, but he really was this—you know—it's a—it's a Scandinavian epic kind of thing. So it's it's really this Beowulf, very flat, uh, macho sort of character going on, and you know. We see uh, in in Ragnarok, Chris Hemsworth and Mark Ruffalo, their career, their uh, chemistry is really good, and the same thing with Tom Hiddleston's Loki. I mean, there's no there's no arguing with it, dudes. Like, there's charm out the wazoo in this film. So, all
1: right, I want you to imagine something that you never saw a trailer for this movie, and you went in and you the hulk busts out of you had no idea the hulk was in it and the hulk busts out of the coliseum as the champion and that's how they build it up right i mean it's sort of dramatic irony because we know because of the because of the trailers which i think trailers they just ruin movies sometimes and the first time i saw Mm -hmm. it i was like bro if i literally would have shat myself if this (laughs) happened (laughs) in the theater and I agree. They had kept it under wraps, you know. But like with the internet and the scoop culture, like they can't keep that. Oh, Mark Ruffalo is in this. You know, yeah, he's such a a big part, and it's not just a cameo. So
0: no, I think I think the problem with it is like, and you see the same thing with pro wrestling, like you know, keeping reveals and stuff like that. But then you also go, well, you don't want to necessarily keep a a reveal if it's going to get you more viewership so the the problem with this is it was following up dark world which was widely panned and widely not very loved for for good reason for the most part um so they needed something to go hey look you know it's a little bit more like an avengers movie than just you know one of these thor movies so um yeah i i agree like I used this movie as an example today because I was, we're we're covering Beowulf in class and we talked about what the actual, you know, mythology of Ragnarok was and everything. And uh, so we can kind of learn some of the culture. And so I I actually was talking about this movie with my students today. And for the first time, most of them go, oh yeah, I've seen that instead of going (laughs) Oh, no, I haven't seen it. Come on, come on. I'm like actually picking popular movies to tie to literature, and you guys mm-hmm. <laughs> you haven't seen <laughs> So.
1: Oh, sweet. Who was right, that? Is no, it, Stan? Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So it's oh, the, yeah, Jamie, it's
1: round four pick.
0: Uh, okay, so Thor Ragnarok was on there, but okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna golly do i really want to stick in the mcu i mean no. that's
1: true to I'm form not, for you right it so. would be true
0: to form for me but i'm not going to i'm gonna save it i'm gonna save it for your go round harry potter Aww. and the half-blood prince Aww. i'm not um one who says that the uh the Prisoner of Azkaban is the best sequel to whatever. I, I don't think so. But, I mean, Harry Potter's... You're a wrong, but okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Harry Potter's... Are, I, I don't like it because it... I don't like The Prisoner of Azkaban as much because it starts fiddling with time and that kind of... It's early on, so a lot of the, it creates a lot of plot holes later on. Why didn't they just use a time turner? But anyway...
1: Maybe Harry that's Potter's the sequel's franchise. fault for not going back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Harry Potter's a franchise with a lot of sequels to choose from and they grow up and become less innocent as they go, as you would expect. So, and Order of the Phoenix is probably my favorite book, but it's one of the le- my least favorite films. Um, Harry Potter in the Half-Blood, Half-Blood Prince is probably my favorite film in the franchise. It's kind of a perfect blend of dark, uh, you know dark themes and teen humor um i like i mentioned in my my uh last one i use this in my english class and like uh, i use the original trill uh the, the i can't talk the original trailer which is kind of like dark and scary and then a fan-made like teen comedy trailer to demonstrate like differences of tone using the same film um but really one of the reasons that this one is better is it really kind of introduces us to the history of Lord Voldemort. And spoiler warning, it's got the death of Dumbledore and it's got the Horcruxes, which ultimately leads into the final arc of Harry Potter, where without the protection and crutch, crutch of the archetypal mentor, he has to, with the help of friends, defeat the Dark Lord once and for all. So it really leans in, leads into that. And so, I think that it's it's good, and, and I think part of it, one of the reasons I like it better than the Deathly Hallows, is that this is there's so much happening, and it's it becomes so dark. It's like the Empire Strikes Back, where the the, the bad guys win, and they're winning, and you're going, well, where do we go from here? Okay, we got to fight from this very low, dark place.
1: I think you just changed my mind. I think this is my favorite one. Did you hear me
0: he changes his mind I'm, I'm just shocked into silence <laughs> yeah
1: you started going in and all that I was like yeah I agree with that yeah I agree with that yeah yeah <laughs> I do like Azkaban a lot but Half Bloodprint I mean Snape's my favorite character so and this is pretty focal on him this sure, whole movie true. and uh yeah Deathly Hollows. somebody needs to recut that into one movie those two because they'd be walking around and sitting around and camping and arguing about nothing for an hour and a half.
0: I liked it, but I, I mean Yeah, I know.
1: I'm not saying it's terrible, but,
0: but I'm Well see, here's the thing is really they could have done the same they could have split uh The Order of the Phoenix into two books. And like I like reading the books. That's just one of the the books are far superior to the movies, except for I think the first one, which is very faithful to the books. Yeah, I mean, they don't leave anything significant out. Well, yeah, the first one is very small, so. True. Well, it's more of a children's book.
1: All right. Sweet. This is my round four pick? Stan, did you have any thoughts on uh, Half-Blood? Meh.
2: Harry Potter, meh. <laughs>
1: <any>. <laughs> I've
2: You're seen any. them, but I don't have, like, strong thoughts on any one in particular. I kind of feel like, I mean, everybody agrees the books are better than the movies, and I kind of feel like that's what makes the movies noteworthy, and, like, they were kind of in a time where like making a series of movies that long was like possible where it wasn't before. So I think they kind of rode the wave of like their reputation and the time to become good, but I don't think they're all that impressive.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Most yeah. Yeah, I agree. Who is this guy and why'd we invite him on the podcast? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you gotta you gotta think about it i mean lord of the rings the dark knight blade runner uh 2049 at least um terminator a lot of these are like oscar nominated films godfather i mean godfather part two is the the first sequel to ever win the best picture award you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) all right my round four pick and you can yell at me all you want you say it's not a sequel, it's not blah blah blah, it's Logan. Uh I think it is very much a sequel to the original three X-Men movies. Um it is sort of an alternate future, but that doesn't make it any
0: less of a sequel. Which, which X-Men movie isn't an alternate future? Right. right. That's what I think. Like
2: yeah, it, it kind of like when we're talking about like reboots and see like X Men blurs all those lines. Like, is First Class a sequel or is that a reboot?
1: You know, know. it's a prequel. Yeah, yeah, but okay. But Logan (laughs) is a sequel to the original trilogy for sure.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, We get all kind of mentions of the battle uh, on the Statue of Liberty, you know, and we get the same two actors. uh, They're kind of their swan song. Uh, So, um, why is it better than the uh, original? Well, the original three are pretty much a mixed bag, right? Uh, X1 is like what launches superhero movies into obliv- like into the forefront of pop culture. Um, X2 is a very, very good sequel that improves upon the first one. Uh, X3 is the biggest pile of doo-doo trash I've ever seen in a f- movie. So I'll put it up there with Ghost Rider and um
0: wasn't that nicholas cage
1: yes anyway <laughs> um i mean this this movie packs hard emotional punches for characters that we've been spending almost 20 years with uh mm-hmm. professor uh you know hugh jackman embodies wolverine when you think of wolverine you think of uh hugh jackman now and, i don't know bub and <laughs> and yeah and then uh there hasn't been a more perfect casting in any superhero, anything, any comic book character is Patrick Stewart as Professor X. Oh, I was about he, to say, I mean. He
0: absolutely. I didn't know who you were talking about.
1: He, Patrick Stewart absolutely kills it in this movie. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, his death hits you hard along with, you know, this is the death of Wolverine, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wish they would have left it alone, but they had to go put out another turd called dark phoenix uh and then Mm -hmm. the much maligned new mutants but hopefully we get some good stuff oh man new mutants was so bad (laughs) hopefully we get some new some good stuff when now that the mcu will start doing stuff with it um and i'm gonna call it this what's today february 3rd is the day we're recording this i think magneto is going to show up in WandaVision. Okay. What?
0: No, yeah, I think I Mephisto think gonna, is going to show up in Wanda. Yeah. I think Why my,
1: Magneto? What? Because she—he's Wanda's dad in oh, comic book lore. That's true. But, but not, but not in the MCU. We don't know about her dad.
0: Ah. All right. I'm calling it. All right. He called it. it now. He called it. I'm calling it now. But most people anyway. are already calling Mephisto, so I can't, I can't say anything about that. But okay. And Logan is, is one that I enjoyed as a standalone film. It was very well done. It was also a little bit dark for me to enjoy. I like my, it's like, I gotta be in the, like, I I never want to watch it again. That's my problem with it is that I I I watch a dark, I, I watch those like really dark movies once. And then I'm like, man, that was good. I, I don't need to watch that again because it didn't, make me feel positively in any sort of way. And I guess I got enough darkness <laughs> to just be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm a, I need to watch something a little more uplifting or have some, some sort of uh, levity somewhere. And it doesn't have that, but I, I would definitely say it's, it is, if you're, if you're calling it a sequel to any of the X-Men films, to the original X-Men or to, to the uh, Wolverine, uh, focal films like Wolverine origins or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, then absolutely. Certainly it is a far superior sequel to any of them. Yeah. Um, but definitely bleak.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's this hard R spaghetti Western, you know, inspired movie, but I also, I can't think about, I they might bring Wolverine back into the MCU, but I, can't imagine he'll be anywhere near the caliber of hugh jackman's wolverine especially in this movie uh, you didn't you didn't mention it but i definitely think
2: like you like x the x-men trilogy and it's a sequel to that but it's also like so much better than like the x-men origins wolverine movies like wolverine right. and the wolverine like those like x-men i i think even worse than x3 x-men origins wolverine was like oh that
1: one's t- I, i've never seen that movie all the way through but it's so good oh, really? but the wolverine is watchable
2: yeah it's all right but but it's that logan is definitely better by far than both those two
0: yeah i think i think the the wise thing to do with the mcu and the the entrance of the x-men is to take the comic book tact and leave wolverine out of the x-men to start because he wasn't part of the original x-men right leave him out have him show up. He's the after credit sequence. Or something. I don't know. Um, Absolutely, yeah. But Alpha the thing is, is... Bring Alpha Flight in. in. Oh my gosh. We need some Canadians, right? The Canucks, I, yeah. I, I, want, I want him to bring... I want... I want. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just... I don't see Wolverine as such a very stereotypical Canadian. Because <laughs> he, you know, he's not polite. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it's just that... It's that thing going, but I I think that um, I'm cool with Alpha Flight coming in if they were they want to do that. I I was all about that back in the day, um, but no, I I think we would need some time away from Wolverine, from Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, to to really be okay with somebody new taking the role,
2: right. It's interesting. I'm I like I grew up loving X-Men. Like it was mm-hmm. crazy. And then when they finally made the movies like it was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I remember like being like little and there's this like Wizard magazine, like it's, like I had comic yeah. book cards and whatever. And I, I I just googled it to find it. Like I, I remember it's like the only thing I remember from like this magazine was like they casted an X-Men movie like 15 years before they ever thought about it. And it was like <laughs> and look, he's like Patrick Stewart is like the guy that they cast for. <laughs> Ah. For Colossus. But look, the best thing is uh, it's got Jean-Claude Van Damme for uh, Gambit and Glenn Danzig for Wolverine. <laughs> 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 is that like the strong kid? Which one? Yeah, yeah. Like, like Danzig from the uh, he's like in fantasy. Danzig. Danzig is one of them, but yeah.
1: He's
0: in some...
1: <laughs> My goodness. Let's move on to round five.
0: There you go. Round five.
1: Round five. All right. I'm about to catch some flack, I think. Or you might be able to shoot me down and say that it's not a sequel. I don't know. Uh, but it's one of my favorite superhero movies. It's uh, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice.
0: What is it <laughs> a sequel to? Man of Steel. I think that that's fair.
1: It is a direct sequel. We pick up right yeah. where we
0: left off. I agree. It's a uh,
1: the the battle of uh, metropolis between zod and i don't think it's Superman. a good
0: choice but,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you don't think it's a good choice but it, it in my in my soul i feel like it's a good choice uh i i mean controversial divisive whatever i mean you can go back and forth on whether or not it's better than man of steel which i love man of steel and it might it might depend on my mood at the time. If I'm looking for something a little more hopeful, I'll go through go to Man of Steel. If I'm looking for you know something more dour or bleak, which I love usually, I'll go to Batman v Superman, and we get a lot of cool stuff in this uh, uh, this second act of this Zack Snyder's vision of Superman, the savior sort of thing. You know, like Earth. This is his the death. And now in next month, we're getting Zack Snyder's Justice League, which will be the resurrection of Superman.
0: And I'm pretending we'll get, like the other Justice League movie that came out it do, doesn't exist, right?
1: It's so bad. <laughs> it, I mean, basically, it, but it is not, it is not Zack Snyder's vision. This was not his vision. The original one, you know, that's mostly Joss Whedon's work, uh, heavy reshoots and stuff. So, mm-hmm. Um, we get the introduction to Wonder Woman. Uh, we get this universe's uh, Batman played by Ben Affleck, which is
0: incredible. I liked that. I yeah. actually liked him as Bruce Wayne, which I didn't think I would, but I really did. Yeah. And,
1: uh, of course, Zack Snyder is one of my favorite directors. He's very visual in his storytelling. Um, and uh, so, I, I like I've said it before on past podcasts, I can't wait for the... Uh, director's cut of justice league
2: yeah I, I i agree like i think i think that i mean the snyder cut of batman versus superman is the only one worth watching like the oh original.
1: ultimate the, uh, uh, yeah ultimate edition
2: yeah, yeah whatever it is like it
1: it yeah. was confusing
2: and convoluted the theatrical release that one is way better but i still don't think it's better than man of steel like i think man of steel was like but again it's like kind of the same argument with batman begins at dark knight like i like origin stories like i like and 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 batman versus superman feels like a setup to justice league and the fact that justice league was such let down like i feel like it kind of attaches to that um but it is definitely way better than it gets credit for for sure
0: yeah. yeah i i remember sitting down with ian and yeah the fam and watching the the film and going in assuming that the film was bad based on everything that i'd heard. And I didn't dislike it as much as I thought that I would. And I don't think that I disliked it. Um, There were a number of things that I kind of go like, I don't really understand why this is here or this is in there. I wish there was some setup or some foreshadowing uh, of this, that, or the other. And I'm not sure that it is a better film than Man of Steel, which I've actually watched most of recently. Because uh, the boy is real into Superman right now.
1: He told Thanks me the to- other day Superman's his favorite.
0: Thanks to you giving him comics and DC crap. <laughs> Can't get this kid interested in a Marvel like he should be, but whatever. <laughs> he he what is an I'll avid have. reader, so I'm good with that. I'll live. Um, hey, I got him Star Wars comics for Christmas, approximately six different. Uh, trade paperbacks so oh, oh that 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 um shadows of the empire omnibus book you, you gave him he has been looking at it for a while and he didn't really finally opened it and realized it was a comic and he's like oh man what did i what have i not been reading <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but um you know he's eight so like comic books are totally up his alley um so Superman is kind of his favorite. And, you know, as an eight-year-old, that makes sense. You know, Superman can do everything. He's the coolest. Um, when you get older, <laughs> you know, I think some of that dies. Um, but I'm going to let the the uh, eight-year-old idealism live as long as it can live. Yeah. Go cool with it. But when we
1: went recently, when we were driving long distances, we I gave him the death of Superman to read through and he cruised through it. He he actually drew me a bunch of different characters from the from the yeah. trade paperback, which is cool. His,
0: his, his artistic interest has grown exponentially because of the comic books you've been giving him. He's been making up his own comic book characters. So I'm that on a personal level, I have this kind of new begrudging love of Superman because of the positive impact it's had on my son. So, I mean, he's so hopeful. So, right. Well, as, as much as I kind of go Superman, blah, you know, personally on another level, I go, well, this is, this is a character. My, my kid admires. So, all right, I'm gonna give it another shot. And so man of steel, it's not my favorite movie. It's not my thing, but it's like, I need to, I need to, view it in a different light and I'm starting to view it in a different light.
1: All right. Well, maybe we'll change your mind on a future episode.
0: I think (laughs) that teaser trailer plant. (laughs) All right. See what you can come up with. Jamie,
1: your round five pick.
0: My round five pick. All right. So I've got some, some choices, but I am going to return to the MCU since we're sticking with comic books and I'm gonna go Avengers Endgame because I never give the movie as much credit as I really want to. It's about as epic as they come, as far as the MCU is concerned and comic book movies are concerned. Um, and But one of the things that it does is it kind of pairs it back down to their original heroes for the most part. And, uh you know, it's one of those films I was psyched for, and I think the rest of the world was psyched for, and kind of like y'all were for Justice League, and you know, y'all were let down. But I don't think Endgame really let people down. But the thing that really hooked me was the uh, the five years later thing. Um, yeah. That my my I'm watching in the theater, and my jaw literally drops as I'm watching this. I'm going, wait, they just they didn't just undo it all in one, you know, in the, in the prologue here. And um, it's, it's chock full of satisfying fan service and, but the the fan service doesn't feel forced. Oh, and, okay. Uh, to some, to some extent, it doesn't, and it makes sense to the characters for the most part. It's not like the fan service in like Rise of Skywalker where Chewbacca gets a medal, which is fun, but it really doesn't make that much sense in, in Oof. universe, you know, You have Cap being worthy to wield Mjolnir, which is fan service, but it's also set up in Age of Ultron. Like, this is a thing that's happened. Um, You know, you have on your left in the Avengers Assemble, and and really culminating with the final I am Iron Man. It's really just... I have to choose it for my number five. I'm kind of surprised it didn't already go. But then again, with the other movies that have been taken other than Mighty Ducks, um, I'm <laughs> surprised that I, I am getting to to pick it. So,
1: yeah. Uh, I think Infinity War is way better.
0: It's, exactly. like, the,
1: it's like the Empire Strikes Back of the it's MCU. It's the bad guy
0: wins. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and I think that this is, uh, I mean... The last half of Endgame, like rewatching it, yes, it's like epic and fanservicey, but it's like kind of like not it, not as satisfying as the end of Infinity War was because the en- Endgame, we know that the good guys are going to win, right? We know that they're going. This is the this is where they fight back and they win, and finally, and we're getting the closeout. Yes, we get. The ending, ending, where I, you know, the I am Iron Man is definitely not expected and great.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure. But I think that Infinity War, the stakes were higher. There, uh, the threat was bigger. You didn't have Captain Marvel as the, you know, all-powerful MacGuffin. you know, 6 Machina, yeah. Right, yeah. So I, I just think that... Um, Infinity War it, is better. So I don't I can't I couldn't take Endgame as the sequel to Infinity War because I b- believe that Infinity War is way better.
2: That's it's kinda one of it's like an interesting like commentary and like discussion on like what makes a movie good. Because like on paper, Infinity War is the better movie. But like I, I've watched Endgame more. Like I enjoy it more. It's more satisfying. But it's arguable that that's not because the movie it's because of the, the MCU and it's like all these payoffs over and it's like they right. built, you know, whatever. It's like, it's just, it, it is, it's hard to definitively say, which is a better movie because, well, they're both bad, you know, and it, it, they're, they're built on so much more than just the single movie. And so it's, it's like you talking about Return of the King earlier, like Return of the King is a great movie, but it wouldn't be nearly as good if it hadn't been for Fellowship and Two Towers. Like it, it right. builds to that point, you know? Sure. So it's, it's kind of like it's a, it's just a whole different animal, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, MCU and, is,
1: a, is a tough beast to play with when it comes to sequels and stuff because yeah. it's like is you
0: know. Well, unlike some of the, some sequels, like so, for instance, like Terminator Two, which is kind of like, okay, let's 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 do another one. You know, the first one it it's over. You know, let's let's see what we can come up with. With Infinity War and Endgame, like all the Lord of the Rings trilogy, it's part of a continuous story.
1: Yeah, they pre-planned
0: a lot of it. Right. The it's 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 told through. So it's basically, do you like the fall or do you like the 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 heroic climax? And and really, I, I get it. I get the love for Infinity War. I love both films absolutely positively, and. Infinity War's setup made me love Endgame all the more because it gave me all the payoffs that I wanted and, and in, really desired to see for these characters because of Infinity War. So, I mean, and, and really I kinda, I, 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 one of the reasons I didn't pick Infinity War, even though it's, it is technically a sequel, I see it almost as the initial two-parter for, you know, the the climax of the Infinity Saga, Infinity Stone Saga, so. Well, well since we've
1: talked about, like, since we talked about it, you, you're saying that it's this sort of greater narrative that is kind of pre-planned, uh, mm-hmm. um, um, and that's part of why the reason why justice league was so bad is because they scrapped a lot of the stuff that he had tried to set up in batman v superman in man of steel and mm-hmm. we didn't get any sort of payoffs really except yeah. for the resurrection of superman well, I which think... they had to do because he's already dead right uh, i think
0: i think I think but in film... the
1: same thing with rise of skywalker in last jedi is that the force awakens set all this stuff up and then last Jedi just kind of like sh- tore it all down and then rise of skywalker just kind of tore all that down so it was just like there was no pre-planning involved like lord of the rings like Mm -hmm. uh uh, harry potter Potter, harry potter like uh, the mcu um and that's why i think that you know you know there are little teases in man of steel like we see bruce wayne's satellite gets crushed we see lex Luthor, uh you know his a truck or you know a you know, tanker truck or whatever, get smashed into a building or whatever. We see all these little teases to a greater universe and we get to expound upon that in Batman v Superman. But that's part of the reason why Justice League is so bad and why Mm -hmm. Last Jedi Jedi and Rise of Skywalker suffer so much is because there's no pre-planning. I think uh, film
0: executives should stick out of the way and let storytellers do their storytelling and pre-approve the the vision beforehand you know don't go okay we're gonna let three different people have their vision and then you got ryan johnson whose vision doesn't really mesh up with jj abrams and whoever i can't even remember who was going to do the third one and backed out because they're like Colin tomorrow you know going i can't work with this and that That's not, that's not, you got like a, you know, a multi-billion dollar franchise going. That's really not the way to, to handle that. Yeah. So, All
1: right. Round five, Stan 10. No, would
0: the Stan have anything to add to that?
1: I agree with everything you're saying. I mean, yeah, I got nothing to add. All right, Stan, it's your round five pick. Better be a good one.
2: I still got like, none, none of them stolen. So I'm now torn for what. What's the pick.
1: Well, you get you get two bench warmers at the end. We'll just do a quick take. So two bench warmers. All right. Well. Yeah, I'm gonna
2: go with the Last Crusade.
0: Oh, you jacked me!
1: <laughs> Dude, how you gonna? So he jacked your honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, he
0: jacked my honorable mention. It was my next one. It's right. way better
1: than the first two. It's not, but okay. <laughs>
0: it is.
1: <laughs> it's easily it's, is, it's not easily. Yeah. It is way better than Temple of Doom. Yeah. And yes. I think it is about on par with with but I didn't put it in no, my top let, five let, because I, I think him, Yeah. Okay. Let him go do ahead. his talk. Sorry. Yeah,
2: I mean it, it's it it it's kind of the opposite of how I feel about Batman Begins and Dark Knight Like It's like the original Indiana Jones was all set up, but it wasn't like there was no depth to it. It was just like, oh, here's this cool mythology, this cool, like kind of like a new hope versus empire. It's like, it's like you're introduced to this, this world. You're like, oh, this is really cool, but there's not much there. And then you get all the, the what's there in the last crusade. They just put, totally botched temple of doom. You know what I mean?
1: So it's well, like, a prequel, get... whatever.
2: Yeah, exactly. But like, I'm saying like all the stuff with his dad, and I, and I guess kind of the same stuff that applies when you are talking about Terminator two with like, the younger kid and the older Terminator, like you get his dad and him and like all those dynamics and there's all this backstory. And like, that's, that's what makes the movie. It's not like the search for the Holy grail. It's, it's, it's him and his dad and that whole thing, you know?
0: Right. I mean, like Harrison Ford is good and he can have charisma with a lot of different folks, but Sean Connery's even more charismatic. Like the two of them together, it's just gold. And I mean, you know, the Holy grail is not the Ark of the covenant, but it's, still like the quintessential quest sort of thing. And like Sean Connery takes a comic relief role in the film and it, and that's, that's one of the reasons I think it works even better with then Raiders of the Lost Ark is because he's taking the comic relief role um, and he's just, he's Sean freaking Connery. Um, and it even, <laughs> I, I was thinking about this film, it, it ups the stakes even a, a bit with, the Nazi bad guys. Cause he does this, uh, face to face with, uh, the Fuhrer that some bitch. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I forgot gives, about that. <laughs> and gives, he gives Indiana Jones an autograph, you yeah. know, it's like, uh, with the book burning. Right. But, it, but, you know, the other thing it is it also does the, um, uh, the more development for our, for the protagonist with Indiana Jones and you know, the opening scene, it like gives us all the origins of his trademarks, you know, the whip and the hat and the, the chin scar and, like,
1: or, yeah, River Phoenix playing the young Indiana Jones. I oh,
0: did realize that was him. Dang. Yeah. I, w- I actually just watched the spoof of How I Met Your Mother. Um that like uh, either the final season or the second to last season, where like they do that homage to the to the Last Crusade and the, the, the Night Guardian. I think it's Sir Galahad, but I really don't remember. And you know, it's keeps saying mm. like you have chosen poorly. Poorly. Yeah. So it's like um. Uh, it, this, this is a great film. I, I love this one way better than uh, any of the other two films, because there is no fourth Indiana Jones film. Fourth? They did one of those?
1: Right. They're about to do a fifth one.
2: Uh, I heard.
1: So I think it was either Spielberg or George Lucas who said, you know, when the script came and they were like, all right, well, we got to cast Indiana Jones' father. And they said, well, there's only one person who can play Indiana Jones' dad. <laughs> And that's James Bond.
0: <laughs>
1: so they got they got the who they wanted to do it. Yeah. But I think my lat growing up, Last Crusade, I was huge into Indiana Jones. Last Crusade was definitely my favorite. No matter. They had all. like
0: the trilogy VHS tapes. Oh yeah. Now and I got them got on got Blu-ray. Really- now I
1: got the trilogy plus were, this other boxes. disc that I don't know what's on <laughs> it yet. I guess it's special features. Oh. Uh, but think on my last watch through when i showed them to emily i enjoyed the first one more so Hmm. so that's why like when i was thinking about my list i didn't put last crusade on there because i think i enjoy the first one more now Hmm. Mm. and it is like you said this one it does kind of expand on like most sequels do um it is a true sequel to um Raiders of the Lost Ark, but it, right. I mean, so Temple of Doom isn't really a sequel. I mean, it is, it is technically a sequel, but it takes place not. before. So yeah. it's like a prequel.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts. All right. So it's time to recap.
1: All right, Stan, give us your top five. Did you write them down?
0: No, but I can't remember. Right, I can give them to
1: you. Godmother 2, Mighty
2: Ducks 2, Back to the Future 2, uh, Ragnarok, and uh, Last Crusade.
1: Yeah. All right, Nian? Mine is number one, The Empire Strikes Back, number two, The Dark Knight, number three, Blade Runner 2049, number four, Logan, and number five, Batman v Superman Dawn of
0: Justice. All right. Uh, Jamie. I had number 1 Return of the King, number 2 Terminator 2, number 3 Captain America Civil War, number 4 Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, and number 5 Avengers Endgame.
1: All right. It is time for bench warmers. Stan, give me a, give me a bench warmer real quick.
2: Kill Bill Volume 2. Like Oh I thinking, snap! I didn't even think about that movie. But they're both so good; it's hard to say that it's better than the first one. And yeah. it's like a one-story kind of thing. Yeah, like, it was like, like a continuation. Ah.
0: Yeah, it's fair. a great movie. Like
2: it's better than a lot of the ones I mentioned. But it's like hard to argue whether it's better than one. So
1: right, I, I hear you with
0: that. Okay. Jamie, Toy Story Two. Now, true challenge to follow up a movie as iconic as Toy Story, but like with Empire Strikes Back, it can be done. One of the things I like about it is that it maintains the growth and relationships of the characters and it progresses their friendship, the, the, the one between Buzz and Woody, sorry. And uh kind of, kind of delves into both of them individually. And, um, you know, it introduces tertiary characters from their kind of personal journeys. And they, these kind of, these characters persist throughout the sequels and they're good characters. Like Jesse in particular is one. So Jesse, Jesse,
1: all right, I'm gonna go with a movie I didn't pick because you took Return of the King. I'm going with my favorite Lord of the Rings movie. It's <laughs> The Two Towers. Uh, this movie's freaking so good. Um, I love the Ents. I know a lot of people are whatever with them, but uh, we get they great. Yeah, we get Bloody new Christ. really important characters like Aomer and Aowen and uh, just. King Théoden and Wormtongue and all these important players into the grand scheme of this epic trilogy. Um, and of course, everyone's favorite character in Lord of the Rings, the books at least is Faramir.
0: Um, yeah, but he's, he's, he's done kind of injustice. a justice. Kind of, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I get it. But uh, he's gotten the best scene in Return of the King by far. Um, which is the the storming of? Uh, oh, is oh that, Osgiliath! Is it
2: in the theatrical release, or is that only in the extended? That's in the theatrical
1: release. Where I don't know. The, I've only seen the theatrical in the theaters. When, right. When they're, when they're trying to, thing, to retake
0: would, the Osgiliath. Yeah, and I just and remember, I remember eating the, the tomato and, yeah. and Billy Boyd singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that yeah, that's that, a that's an amazing scene. But that's also Return of the King, right? That's what I'm saying. But anyway.
1: Booyah. But it's all set up. It's all set up in Two Towers. Well, that's what least. I'm saying. Bear I remember, me, I remember but, thinking. But hold on. Let me no, let 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 throw think. this in. Let me, think, let me say this one thing and then I'll, I'll back out is the battle, the best battle scene in any film is the Battle of Helm's Deep. Come at me, bro. All right, go. Saving Private Ryan.
2: Yeah, I, like, I remember thinking, and again, it's like. It, Fair enough the the extended editions versus the theatrical release like what you like I remember thinking when I saw that I was like who is this guy Faramir he doesn't matter at all like and like because I hadn't read the books before I saw the movies oh, and he's way dude. more he's I he's right I know my wife is mad at me as well but like the he's he's so insignificant in the theatrical releases versus the extended editions that like mm. I think everything you're saying only applies to Two Towers if it's the extended edition because the movie
1: was a, who watches it any other way right. I'm just uh, people do, I guess. Yeah, I guess if you stream them
0: for free, there you get that. I I think when I was still married to my ex wife, the uh, I got the theatrical release of Return of the King for Christmas, and I was like (laughs) disappointed. I was like, you don't really (laughs) understand, do you? And that's why we got divorced.
1: (laughs) All right, Stan, bench warmer number two.
2: Um, so like I didn't pick this one because I I don't even know for sure if it qualifies. Because there is,
0: I'm gonna bench warmer, you can do whatever you want.
2: I'm gonna say the the original movie that is it is the sequel to first Manhunter.
0: Ah, yes, The uh, Silence of the Lambs.
2: Silence of the Lambs, but like, wait, what? It's they were they were book like things, but they weren't made as cinematic sequel, like as a cinematic sequel, like when they made the movie. They just yeah. made it as its own movie, but it was the sequel to a book that had also been made to a movie prior.
1: Right. Manhunter is the first. I don't know in if I followed series. it. <laughs> <laughs> so Manhunter is the first in the book series. They made it back in uh, whatever. 80. Brian oh, Cox. Yeah. Brian Cox plays Hannibal Lecter. Oh. And one, of, I think one of the guys from NCIS plays uh, uh, the guy, the FBI investigator that's yeah. in the show Hannibal. And then he's yeah. in red. Edward Norton plays him in red dragon. Um, but anyway, that was the first. It came out in the 80s, and then Silence of the Lambs came out.
2: But yeah. when they made Silence of the Lambs, it wasn't like they were trying to make a sequel to Manhunter.
1: They made but it, but still, they, yeah, they made they, they made Hulk. the book sequel. Yeah, exactly.
0: Clever. Clever pick. I'm glad you didn't right. try that crap on the draft. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, do what? Well, I'm going to pick one that I don't know technically counts as a sequel or not, but um, 10 Cloverfield Lane. So it, uh, it's the second film in the Cloververse. Yeah, so, okay. The Cloververse? Yeah, that's what they call it, I think. Um, I think it's just the Cloververse. That's the one where Clover. John
2: Goodman's crazy in the pod, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like, yeah, John, Clu- John Goodman I haven't seen it like yet. shady, so... neurotic. I'm not going to spoil it because a lot of people haven't seen it. So like, um, and it hadn't been out that terribly long, but he's like this, you know, really shady, neurotic, extreme prepper type. Um, yeah. But it, it really... Wh- so the original, you know, is a found footage monster film. And so accordingly, it's going to lack some narrative structure uh, that we see in this sequel, which is not a found film sort of thing. Um, but one of the things that this film does so much better than the original, like it builds up characters, it creates lots of doubts in the audience's mind. So that the truth is really hard to figure out. And that's what really makes this film. It, It makes the audience feel like the characters, you know, full of fear and doubt. And I think that's why it's a superior sequel. I enjoyed both of them, but this one definitely I enjoyed more. Watched it twice in a row because the wife decided to watch it the next night. So I was like, okay, sure. Actually, no, I think I went, you have to watch this movie because you will really, really like it. I do that all the time. Yeah. (laughs) I start a TV show. I'm like, I'll start
1: it over with you yeah,
0: yeah. I'm about i, I eight just episodes in <laughs> just started just started that with man in the high castle now i watched the first episode i'm like bane oh this that, we'll that, that shows this tight together you have to watch this together because i know you will very much enjoy this show and so will i
1: <laughs> i got like three seasons into the americans i was like or four seasons into the americans i was like P- you want to watch this show with me and we watched it all together so i re-watched the first four seasons nice my number two bench warmer, I'm not going to take Spider-Man 2, even though I think that's better. I want to stay away from comic books. Um, I'm going to take The Conjuring 2. I know you two aren't really big into horror movies, but uh, this is may or may not be superior than the original one, but I'm a, I am love horror movies. I love being uh, scared. So I think The Conjuring 2 is just... It kind of a true case files of the Warrens. Y'all know who Ed and Lorraine Warren are. They're like paranormal investigators from the sixties and seventies. Don't um, care. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I'll take the conjuring too. All right, there's not so, going to be much discourse about that. I've uh, been on my through, TV
0: a handful of times. I've never actually watched it. Though. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't do horror movies by choice very often. Yeah. Uh, but one one sequel that I really wanted to mention was Gremlins 2. Because we've had to retire Gremlins. That movie sucks. It is so <laughs> bad. <laughs> if, you, if you have not watched the Key and Peele skit on planning gremlins 2 sequel please go watch it it is absolutely hilarious and like everything they talk about in there no matter how ridiculous is absolutely true (laughs) it is it is the most ridiculous sequel ever and i wrote notes to myself that i had to mention it since we're doing a sequel oriented podcast so gremlins 2 key and peel watch the skit on youtube
1: All right, well that wraps up our (laughs) superior sequels draft. Uh, Stan, thanks for hanging out. Plug your band one more time.
2: My band is Backreal. You can check us out on Spotify. B A C K R E A L.
1: Sweet, sweet, sweet. and um, yeah, I know we left some off. There's some some really good sequels that we left off, and uh, you can holler at us on facebook instagram twitter or the comments on youtube you can follow us there and uh so you can yell at us because we left aliens off
0: not i'm glad nobody took that by the way
2: i like was watching lists and they were like aliens i was like the movies meh.
0: no <laughs> it's good but it's not better than the original exactly exactly i, I i'll agree glad we I'm all taking. agree that movie does not deserve to be on any list <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I love the original Alien. So, anyway, yeah. we are the Cine Siblings podcast. Thanks for listening until next
0: time. Go watch a new movie or enjoy an old one. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Cine Siblings podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pod.